Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Clap your hands for Jesus, everybody. Hey, in His presence is fullness of joy. Learn to laugh, learn to have a good time. Anytime you grumpy in church, you got several problems. That's why I never understood the ushers. I never understood the bishops. I never understood the elders. I never understood the uh, pastors. I never understood the district. What's wrong with you? I thought the fruit of the Spirit was joy. That made me never want to come to church. At least they pass you a drink at a club. even know you. You want to drink? Yeah, I'll take one. Thank you very much. What's your name? Bobby. Hey, Bobby, I'm tired. At least there's some unity in the streets. You come to the church, the first thing, sit down. All right. I'd rather be at a club where they greet you dancing. Y'all, I'd rather be at the club where they greet you like, hey, I'm like, hey, where I wasn't in the mood, but you put me in the mood of joy. I was sad till I jumped up in there. And then when you walk in some place and it's lit, you get lit too. Look at your neighbor and say, catch fire. No, flinch at him like you're about to hit him. Say, catch fire. I'm lit. Don't sit next to me. I'm lit. Where are my people on fire at? Don't sit too close to me. I'm lit. You can't sit next to me and stay depressed, stay sad, stay. I'm lit out this piece. Stop playing with me. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his course, lit. Or stay home, quenched. <laughs> Man, when you up in here, yo, excuse me. When that yo come out, I know it's a little bit too much Camden coming out of me. I'm trying to stay in heavenly places and not Camden. But nah, that's what being born again is all about. It's a whole lot of saved people that ain't changed. So just because your sins are covered don't mean your behavior is new. I'm already in. You you understand what I'm saying? It doesn't mean you're a new creature just because your sins are wiped away. So we got Savior. Cool. Your sins are done. But now you need the Lord. He's also the Lord who is the leader of your life. Because there are some things you have to come out of and into. You don't come out of it just because you're saved. Being saved is like going to court. And judge God says your sins are forgiven because your lawyer is Jesus. So you go to court. You got lawyer Jesus. You got Jesus Cochran. Oh, you you know you're going to get out of this. You know if you got Jesus Cochran, it's not guilty. You got the right lawyer. Live, you got the right spokesman. Live, you got the right intercessor. He lives to intercede for us. You got the right mediator. So when you're in court, oh, you did this, you did this, you did this. But Jesus, boom, not guilty. So now you're not guilty. When you leave the court, that don't mean you're changed. Just because you're not guilty don't mean you're new. Man, so we got a lot of not guilty Christians living the same way they was when they was guilty. And I don't mean behavior. You still having sex. You, no, I mean your mind, your heart. You still don't like, why are you sitting all close to me? What's wrong with you? 
I thought you were new. How you get your sins forgiven and don't like her? How you get your sins forgiven and can't stand them? What's wrong with you? Oh, you're not born again. You just wanted to go to the cross for you so I can have my stuff covered, but not so that I can be different before men. That's the other side of the cross. The cross ain't just this way. It's this way. You go to the cross to handle your sins and to get some love for people. Get some patience for people. Get some kindness for Where kindness go? That's the fruit of the Spirit. If you have the Spirit of the Lord, that don't mean you just speak in tongues. Yo, that's all I thought growing up, y'all. Ooh, they got the Holy Ghost. That's culture. That ain't king. That's culture. Speaking in tongues is not culture. I mean that whole, that whole moment I just created. It's culture. And we call that God. So now if you don't do that, you're not saved. But everybody that did that still ain't love people. You feel me? They still had hate and bitterness and offense in their heart. Miss me with that fake salvation. That's fake religion. Anybody want the real thing in here? Scream at me. You want the real thing? Who want the real thing? You feel me? Oh, my gosh. When my wife, yo, <laughs> we, was, uh, we had GA re- I had rehearsal a while ago, and I had these little, you know, whatever. So I had each member speak about, you know, how we can make the choir better. GA was a choir I had back in the day. It's called Greater Anointing, right? So we had these little air-out sessions where I say, okay, we were all young. We were like 16, 19. I was so young. So everybody, I felt tension. So everybody speak on what's wrong with you. The first person said, I would like to start from the head down. I was like. And she was a friend of one of the choir members. She wasn't even in the choir. I'm like, how you got a whole notepad? She did. Like, I want to start from the head down. First of all, okay, you, you, you communicate. I was going to say you need to communicate more. Cool. Secondly, your wife. Um, she don't praise, so I don't even know if she's saved. Because when you dancing and stuff to like he turned in and stuff, she ain't up there shouting with you. So she need to be doing that so the people can know she's saved. I said the first thing she need to do she proves that she proved that she's saved is forgive you for that crap. She ain't got to shout a day in her life. She got to love you. She got to be patient with that foolishness that just came out your mouth. She got to hold back her slap that I got for her. She got to hold back her leg because I'm about to kick you. What you mean she got to shout to prove she's saved? Get out of my face. You shout. And if you ask me where she is today, never mind. If you, if you ask me where she is today. So when you're talking about being born again. Don't let religion make you think that's God's requirements of you. All right, let me get into the sermon. Y'all play too much. So when you talk born again, you're talking coming out. Born again is coming out of darkness into the marvelous light. Coming out of uh, the womb into the world. All right? 
You're talking that. Going from one total reality. Walk with me for a minute, y'all. You're going from one total reality, the womb, to another total new reality. Never felt air before. Never breathed out my nostrils before. Never had that much light before. You're going from one. That's why, oh, God. That's why babies cry when they come out. It's too much. The light, the talking, oh, my God. Hey, what's this? It's not fun to be new at first. Let's go. It's too new to be fun. It's too much to take in. You need the spirit of God to help guide you. Because they, 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 when a baby is born, they say that no technology. This is how you know you're, 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 it needs to be born again. Because you're born again, but then there are certain things in your life that need renewal as well. So they say there's no technology that can determine exactly when a baby is to be born. No technology that says exactly the time when a baby can be born. No technology can predict that. But there's one universal sign. The doctors can't tell you, the, uh, the MRI can't tell you, the whatever it is, the CAT scan, what, it, what is it? Ultrasound can't tell you, the ultralight beam, nothing can tell you. They can't tell you when a baby is coming, but that pain, that pain, oh, it's time. You know it's time for something new when pain hits. Okay. Pain can be an indicator that it's time for something new in that area. Where y'all at? It's time to switch it up. It's time to do it differently. This pain may be contractions. The pain that you're feeling right now, it might be contractions. It's not telling you it's time to stop. It's telling you it's time to push. Woo, I feel it already. You need to know what season you in, Liv. You need to know every pain that's hitting you is not an offense. Everything that hits you is not a test. Everything that hits you is not a trial. This pain might be contractions. And you don't need to stop. You need to push. Whoa! I said it's time to push. But old folks used to say pray until something happens. That's push. Some say praise until something happens. I like them both. Because when Paul and Silas was locked up, one prayed. And one praised. <laughs> so while you praying, I'm praising. And while I'm praising, you praying. And then our shackles were loose. Doors were open. The jail that had you bound had to let you go. When you pray and you praise, we get liberty. <laughs> Anybody got any praise partners or prayer partners? You need that. And the Bible says everyone who heard them were free. Your praise can set somebody near you free. I'm going to give y'all, since we got time, I just heard another thunderstorm. I'm going to give y'all 20 seconds to praise your neighbor free. One, two, three. Everybody that hears you will be free. Everybody that hears you. Everybody that hears you. Everybody that hears you will be free. Hallelujah. I praise you, Jesus. You are king. You are Lord. Be God. Be Lord. Be king. All powerful. I love you. I trust you. You are good. I hope everybody that hears me gets set free. I hope everybody that hears me loves you more. I hope, I hope. Yeah!
Oh, I feel freedom in here. Oh, God, that man say So, so, when it comes to birthing, giving birth, let me do this. I'm sorry, y'all. I just feel a flow in here. So, when it comes to new birth and being born again, you got to know when it's time to push. Pain don't mean stop. When pain hit our life, we lose momentum. It knocks the wind out of us. You can't afford for the wind to be knocked out of you with this pain because you need the wind to push. <laughs> That's why they got people in there when they having babies, just hold my hand. Just hold. They got their husbands in there. They got their mom in there. They got their girls in there. Come on, girl. Come on, girl, push. You need people in your life. Y'all not with me yet. Live where y'all at. You need people in your life that say, push, girl. Push, boy. Do y'all got any pushers in your corner? Look at your neighbor and say, I'm your pusher. I'm your pusher. I got you when you want to give up. I'm going to say, no, you can't do it. You got somewhere to be. You got things to do. You got destiny to fulfill. You got purpose over your life. Don't give up now. Don't give in the towel now. No. Push. Let's go to church, girl. Let's worship, girl. Push. Come on, bro. You got businesses. Come on. Push. Did you pray today? Did you read today? Are we fasting next week? Push. Hey, hey. Push. 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 Live. Push. Pray more. Push. Because this pain is not going away until you do. And when it comes to birthing, the hardest thing to come out is the head, the mind. That mind is the hardest thing to come out. Most women in giving birth will tell you, after the head, it was easy. Couple of bumps and bruises with the shoulders. But he can shimmy out after a while. He can just shimmy on out. <laughs> but the head don't shimmy. Your mind don't shimmy. The hardest thing to come out of bondage is our thinking. Because your body is in church today. But where's your mind? That's the hardest thing. The body is easy. The body is easy. You here today. But what's your life looking like tonight? That shows where your head is. It'll be a sad thing to have your body in the presence of God. But your mind in the womb, still in darkness, still in confusion, still living how you think, still getting offended if somebody, uh, still, uh, you, who, ooh. Get that hair. Remember we talked about the noetic effects of sin? For those of you who never heard that, I got to move. I got the noetic effects of sin is the effect that sin has on our minds since the fall of Adam. Theologians call it the noetic effect of sin. Where after a while, because of Adam's fall and every sin thereafter, the effect that sin has on the mind, we grow hostile against the things of God. You grow hot like, you don't even want to go to church. And I'm not saying church is God, so that I'm kind of cool with that. I'm actually kind of cool with not wanting to go to church. But not wanting God, like Lil Nas, I get that people played you out and you gay and the church has dogged you out because you gay and you, I get all that, cool. Be mad at First Baptist Church of Chicago. Get mad at Pastor Williams. Don't put God. 
But that's what happens. When you continue in sin, you get a skewed view of God. That's what happens to the head as long as we function in sin. The sin renews the lie that this is okay. Sin renews the lie that this life is not wrong. And that's not true. So you're living a lie. You got me? Can you imagine how many lies we live in? My wife and I all week have been coming out of lies. I don't even want to jump the gun. But, we, we, but that's, that's why you got to cut the cord when the baby is born. Because I can't have no connections with what I came from. Not only can I not have any connection from what I came from, but I have, I have to now change my life source. Y'all with me? When you're born again, you got to change what feeds you and how you're fed. Because you used to get, oh, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> you used to get fed from your belly. You used to get nourishment from your belly. Your source was your belly, which is your emotions. So you're used to responding from your emotions because you're in the womb. Immature people still feed off the belly. Immature people still get offended and feed off your emotions. Immature people still got an umbilical cord and you 36 with an umbilical cord wrapped. You got to change how you're fed. I don't get fed that way no more. Now I eat by the word. I mean the mouth. <laughs> you got to go from your emotions to the word. Never mind. Y'all not here yet. Am I moving too fast? For so long I lived by the lie that you're too black, you're too skinny, you're too buck tooth, you're too energetic, you're too wild, you dress too flashy. I mean, this is not flashy. <laughs> what are they talking about? I mean, this is just regular, you know what I'm saying? I just rolled over like, oh, I might as well wear this. I didn't lay this out last night. Me, flashy? <laughs> but I've been like this my whole life. It's me. But when you live by that lie, when you approach fresh relationships, you assume they think that. That's living by a lie. So one person told you that, and you make it true for everybody. You're too loud. So now you move from Cleveland because they said you're too loud. But you come to Orlando quiet, believing. Y'all not with me yet. You still come to Orlando quiet because you still got the umbilical cord of a lie. You're responding to the liar in the face of new people. I've done it so long. But God is like, yo, I brought you out of darkness into a place that's ready to receive your bright sneaks. I'm at a place that's ready to receive this bright hoodie and these sneakers, and I'm in a, now I'm in a place that people love when I jump while I'm preaching. And if you don't, there's several exit signs and you can leave. But I'm not in that place no more. You gotta realize where you are and where you are not. Because if you don't accept where you are, you'll be bound by where you were, and you'll never move. I feel the Holy Ghost. 
somebody scream hallelujah. Last week we celebrated resurrection. The point of Jesus, I'm about to run. The point of Jesus' existence was not the death. It was not the burial. That was necessary for the point. The point was his resurrection. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Hallelujah. The point was his resurrection. And a lot of times we focus on the death because our sins are so gruesome. And our sins are ever before us. So we thank God for the cross. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Because he died for your sins. Say, thank you, Jesus. Because he took on all your faults. Say, thank you, Jesus. Because he traded your joy for so- his joy for your sorrow. Thank you, Jesus. So we're grateful for the cross. Woo, he died. Hallelujah. He was buried. He suffered the penalty of sin. The Bible says before he ascended, he descended. So he went to hell. Some say to pay the full price of sin because the wages of sin is death. So he went down to hell and paid the full price. Some say that. Some say he went, ha. Ah, oh, this man, I love him. Ooh, oh. Some say he went down and got the keys. <laughs> <laughs> to death, hell, and the grave. That means he's in control of death, he's in control of hell, and he's in control of the grave. So nobody has access but through him even to that. And they said he led captivity captive. He captured what captured us. <laughs> he bound what had us bound. He led captivity captive. <laughs> if something had you in a chokehold, he came and put that thing in a chokehold. <laughs> Y'all not with me yet? He came and kicked the thing that was kicking you. Somebody's give God praise because he got your back. I said he got your back. I got to get out of here. He led captivity captive. He stressed out stress. He made depression depressed. He gave pain pain. The thing that's hurting you, he, oh, never mind. I can. Somebody say, yeah. Okay. So he came, he died. But guess what? After he died, not that he rose six months later. Because it should take about that time for all them bruises and stuff to go away. Flesh all ripped open. He didn't even look like a human on the cross. Just slabs of meat dangling and blood. But three days later, fully restored. Looking so good, they didn't know who he was. The, The women that walked with him all day, all night, couldn't recognize him, thought he was a gardener. Did you hear what happened to us? Talking to, because you look like nothing you just been through. I know it's a cliche, but is anybody glad you don't look nothing like what you've been through? Because when God resurrects you, they not even gonna recognize you. They expect you to be down and out. They expect you to be depressed. They expect you to be lonely. They expect you to cry every night, Rose. But let me tell you something, God, I don't know. 
God is going to, oh, he's resurrecting joy in your life. He's resurrecting vision in your life. He's resurrecting purpose in your life. Your seed will be blessed. Your children's children will be blessed. Because when God resurrects, when God resurrects, it's as if it never happened. That's resurrection life. That's what we should be walking in now. Go to the first scripture. Man, it's the first one. Man. I don't know how many scriptures I'm going to do this week. This is the first one. Jesus. He cried again. Oh, we talked about this last week. And the veil was ripped. When Jesus died, he gave up the ghost. And the veil was written too. Right? The curtain was ripped, giving us access. Look. And the rocks ripped. But look what happened. Oh, it's cool. And the graves. Ooh. Look, y'all, and the graves were, look, y'all, and the graves were the things that had you bound opened up. And many, oh, man, I can't do this. Many bodies of the saints were slept, arose, and came out of the graves after his resurrection and went to the holy city and appeared to many. Wait. I thought Jesus rose alone. I thought Jesus was the only one that got up. <laughs> no, 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 no. When you live in a resurrection life, when Jesus rose, that means the same is expected of you. You're not allowed to stay depressed if your grave is open. You're not allowed to stay confused. No, if you're living in Christ, what are you doing in the graves? When he died, the graves were open, giving you an opportunity to come out. So now that he's dead, we all, we all have an opportunity because it's open. It's nothing worse than sitting in jail with the door open. And mad you locked up. How you mad you locked up in the grave open? When, yes, your opportunity. Resurrection life begins once we come out of the graves. The graves, I'm, I'm, almost, I'm almost getting started. But I'm not going to keep y'all. The graves represent storage places for dead and old things. Old things have passed away. Old things live in graves. Well, old things are in graves. Dead and old things. What a sad thing it is for many believers to live amongst the tombs. It's not enough to have new life. It's about living new. Not just having new energy, but doing something new. You got to come out of the graves. That represents old things. Why are you hanging around in old thoughts and you're new? You're still in the grave? You're still in the tombs? You're hanging out. You're wondering why this happened. You're doing all of this in the graveyard. Remember the man that was in the graveyard? He was cutting himself. He was tormented because he lived amongst old things. Why stay in the past when the door of your future is open? Get out. I got out Daniel Kaluuya. 
Got me singing hallelujah. I got free from your control. I ain't going back no more. I got out Daniel Kaluuya. Got me singing hallelujah. I got free from your control. I ain't going back no more. It's my new song. I'm sorry. So listen. There's <coughs> nothing worse than being new wrapped in old things. That's why when Lazarus was raised from the dead, let me get out of here. When God raised Lazarus from the dead, he said, loose him and let him go. He told the men, loose him and let him go. Because when Lazarus came back to life, he was still wrapped in linens. He was still wrapped in grave clothes. So though he had new life, he came from death to life, but he was still wrapped in old things. Jesus said, I'll bring you from death to life. But he told the men, loose him. Because man will bind you. It's the men that wrapped him. You still wrapped in the thoughts of your auntie. You still wrapped in the words of your, yo, man, loose him and let him go. Because you got new life, but you still wrapped in old ways. So that's why the tomb of Jesus was borrowed. Because he never was going to stay. Let me make this last point. Well, almost last point. So this is why now they're coming, we're coming out of the graves. This is symbolic of coming out of bondage, right? So the next scripture, let's do this. Watch this, y'all. I'm going to tie it to the Old Testament. When Pharaoh finally let the people go, God didn't lead them along the main road that runs through the Philistine territory, even though that was the shortest route to the promised land. God said if the people were faced with a battle, they might change their minds and go back to Egypt. So let me go the other way. So God led them in a roundabout way <laughs> through the wilderness towards the Red Sea. Whoa. Whoa. So now that I'm a new creature, I follow the Spirit. We're talking today about the cloud and the fire. Being led by the cloud, the pillar of cloud, and being led by the pillar of fire. I'm talking about the fire and the cloud. Somebody say the cloud and the fire. Somebody else say the fire and the cloud. One more time, say the cloud and the fire. Say the fire and the cloud. But when Jesus, got, God said, I didn't lead them along the main road of the Philistines. Because once you're born again, you don't have the fast lane. Even though that's the shortest route, God don't take you the fast way. Because you'll be tempted to go back once you're faced with any battle. So when you come out of bondage, God doesn't give you new battles straight out of bondage. Are y'all with me? I'm just trying to tell y'all. God doesn't give you new battles straight out of bondage. Because once you, what, what am I saying? What am I saying? Oh, once, you, once you're born again, it's not about getting there quick. Because most of us just want to know where we're going. We don't want to know how to get there. Where are we going? To the mall? All right, I'll meet y'all there. I'll meet y'all there. I'm good for that. If we following everybody and everybody following everybody, I don't, I, where are we going? I'll be there. Nine times out of ten, I drive faster. I got another way. And I don't want to be subject to somebody else's pace. <laughs> so we don't like following nobody because we like to move at our own 
But when it comes to God, you got to learn, oh, you got to learn to follow the fire. You got to learn to follow the cloud and move at his pace. Whoa. So based on the heart, based on the heart, God determines the way. I would take you that way, but if you, mm -mm, your heart, you ain't ready for that. So the journey you're on is a reflection of your heart. So it seems like some people blow up overnight and you try to do the same thing they do, it's different hearts. <laughs> you can never do what I do and I can never do what you do because we got different hearts. So our journey is going to be different. God is going to look at me and say, Ty can't go that way because he's going to mess around and go back to his. I got to take Ty the long way. So anybody that follow me, you're essentially following God's uh, 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 a tailor-made map based on my heart. That's why you shouldn't copy people or be jealous of them. Man, I got my own, man, I got my own path. I got my own route. You can't do what I do. Many people who try to do what you do, they fail epically because they don't understand the blueprint is charted out based on the heart. Are you here? You feeling me? Don't copy nobody. Just get in the groove with God. Get in the groove with God. Sometimes he takes you a roundabout way to ensure that we're moving forward. So look at this. The next scripture, and I'm about to be done. Two more slides and we're done. Yeah, I'm just going to teach today a little bit. Ooh, this is good. So the Lord went before them in a pillar of cloud to lead them the way, and by night the pillar of fire to give them light. So by day and by night he took not away the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. So when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, it was a pillar of cloud by day. They just followed this big old whirlwind of cloud by day, and at night they followed the big old fire by night. And he never took it away. For 40 years, they always had guidance just like you do. But God is so faithful, he could easily be ignored. If something is consistent, you don't recognize it after a while. You take it for granted if it's consistent. We only notice when it's a cloudy day because it's mostly sunny. So now you don't thank God for the sunny days. You just complain about the cloudy ones. But he should get praise if he's consistently good. He should get consistent praise. Never mind. I hate when goodness is taken advantage of because it's consistent. So go to the next little picture. I know it's corny, but I mean, just to get a kind of... A that's all I can find, y'all. Is that good? Y'all can see it kind of? So this is a pillar of cloud by day. And if you see all these people, these are all these people to the, that's all the children of Israel. Cloud by day, fire by night. The crazy part about this is if the cloud stayed, they couldn't move. So you think you over this level. But man looks at the outward. God's looking at the heart like, nah, just chill right here for a little while longer. They woke up every day. We moving? No. We moving? Oh, it's something I got to learn on this level. <laughs> That's why people don't like moving at the pace of God because he's moving by the pace of your heart. <laughs> you can finesse people. You can't finesse God. 
I said, you can't finesse God. Yo, so, so, so if the cloud stayed, you had to stay. But the thing about it is if you was ready to stay and chill and the cloud moved, you got to move. <laughs> Somebody shout amen. amen. Okay, so look, so let me just tell you this part because this is good to me. So, so they leave Egypt. Now they're going throughout the wilderness and they camp out like in a cut in the wilderness. The people of Egypt saw that the children of Israel was like in a cut and they thought they got stuck. So they said, ooh, this is what happened. Check it out. So next, 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 verse. check this out. It says, so the king of Egypt was told that the people of Israel had already left. Then he and his officers changed their minds about them. They said, what have we done? How do we, we lost our slaves? This is what happens when you're born again. Your past is like, whoa, we let them go? Everything you came out of is like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, that was a good Sunday. And yeah, they, I didn't know they, they so they leaving for real? <laughs> Everything in your past is getting upset that it lets you go. That's why you get those text messages, W-Y-D, from an ex. Never mind. Because they can't believe they let you go. Just like an ex, the devil cannot believe. The devil cannot believe you don't belong to him anymore. So he's going to be aggressive about his attack. That's why you go through when you first get saved. When you first get saved, oh, you go through it. Because this is what the enemy is saying. They change their minds. Like, oh, we're not letting them go. I know I'm preaching because it's quiet. That is so quiet. All y'all like, this is so true. Because it is. You go through hell once you make it to heaven. Because nothing about your past is excited about you coming into your future. But everything about your future is like, come on, baby. We've been waiting on you all your life. Anybody ready to walk into your future? I need to hear you right now. Who's ready to walk into what's next? Who's ready to walk into destiny? Who's ready to walk into, oh, come on, authority. If you're ready for what's next, make some noise. All right. So, so they started complaining. They started seeing. So the Egyptians said, Yo, the Egyptians said, I can't believe we let them go. So they're now going after the people of God. They start getting their chariots. I know he mad. Stay mad. Because I'm not even done. Stay mad. Y'all got about 10 more minutes to make him a little bit more mad. Can we make him a little bit more mad, please? We're going to get this word today. We're going to stump all on your face when we go home. Stump all on your back when we leave here. Stump all on your neck when we leave here. Anybody ready to stump all on the devil? He's under your feet. Stump right now. Stump, 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 stump. That's where he is. Live, keep him there. Don't let him get here. People started complaining to Moses, I'm done. 
This is my first closing. I got three, okay? At least I'm honest. Yo, check this out. The people start complaining to Moses. What are we going to do? Look at the Egyptians coming. Here go our oppressors. And when you've been bound for 430 years, just the thought of what had you bound coming back gives them the victory. You ain't even going to fight what's coming now because they done had you bound for so long. You ought to really declare them champion. If you got healed from cancer and it comes back, you already think you're done. When the old things come back, you already think it's going to conquer you. But I don't care how many, y'all, I don't care how many times. Look, seven, seven times, they come in one way, they flee seven ways. So they're complaining to Moses, and Moses is like, hey, stand still. See the salvation of God. Don't worry about this. And watch what happens. He starts praying to God. Look at this. Look, look what God told Moses, y'all. Look at this. Look at this. Excuse me for saying yo. I'm just really. The Lord said to Moses, why are you crying to me? Tell the people of Israel to move. Your response to the temptations of the past is forward. Forward movement is an attack to the past. Don't pray to me. Move. When you move forward, you defeat the past. Are y'all with me yet? You don't have to fight the past. You move forward and it defeats the past. I thought I had some people in here ready to move forward. Is anybody? Never mind. I ain't got to hype you. I ain't got to hype you. I don't got to hype you. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. The best response to the temptation of the past is moving forward. God is like, why are you praying to me? You know what to do. Get up out of there. Flee youthful lust. Like, don't be in her bedroom praying. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> She's taking off the Lord Jesus help. Ain't no Lord Jesus help me. Lord, Lord, just help me, God, real quick. Help me real quick. Nah. <laughs> Holy Spirit, lead me. Holy, fire and cloud. Fire. Nah. Get out. Get out. That's my answer to the same old depression. Get out. Same old confusion. Get out. Some things you ain't got to pray about. You got to move. Everything don't require prayer. Certain things require movement. That devil. And as you go, y'all know, y'all come in. Ooh, somebody say, as we go. Just like the ten lepers, we get victory every step. As we go, we get clarity every step. We get healing every step. We get peace every step. We get joy every step. We just got to keep it. Tell your neighbor, keep it moving. All right, I'm done after this. This is so good to me. Y'all praying about something you should just be moving from. Why are you praying about an abusive relationship and you ain't married? Just leave the house. Airbnbs are cheap now. He keeps hitting me, God. I want him to love me. I thank your husband. Yeah. Slide, baby. Ain't nothing to pray about. Y'all quiet. Move! 
that sit with y'all for a second. Because y'all want God to get y'all out of every foolish dysfunction we sit in. And he like, yo, the cloud done move. Why are you still there if I move? Fan out. <laughs> Why are you still there if I left? That's the problem. You're not where I am. Stop praying to me and come where I am. I'm yelling too much, but I'm so hyped, I don't know what to do with myself. You feel me? <laughs> Some things are not prayer issues. It's a movement issue. Sometimes you ain't got to pray. Just change how you move. I'm waiting for Liv to feel me, then I'm going to close it. Y'all feeling me? Just move. I ain't going to pray, but I'm just going to move differently. You ain't going to get out of that place. It's crazy when God says stop praying. Two cases. Why are you praying there's sin in the camp? Remember that? He told Joshua, stop praying, there's sin in the camp. He told Moses, stop praying, move. So if the problem is sin, stop. If the problem is where you are, move. You have certain things you ain't got to pray about, and in your heart, you know you don't got to pray about it. You just want God to change it so you can stay there and be comfortable. You feel me? God, if you just make his heart right, I'll take him to church. If you just let me marry him, I'll get him right for you. No! You'll get knocked up outside your head every other Friday. Do. 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 If you really love it. I feel good today, Melo. I feel good, baby. All right, let me let y'all go. And I got one more thing to share with you. So Moses said, hey, God done told me to stop praying. We got to move. We got to start doing some things now. How long are you going to know the word and never do it? Liv, let me ask y'all a question. What scripture have you done? Not which one do you know? <laughs> Be not hearers of the word only, but do it. You don't benefit from coming to church unless you do what you hear. That's why people come to church and they hear it all for years and mad their life don't change. You mad because you think hearing is all you need. You think as long as I understand it, it'll happen in my life. No! You got to try it. I feel like run. I can believe that this step will hold me if I sit down. Because I mean, I'm, I'm, if I sit, I know that step. I can sit on that step and it'd be cool. I believe that. But I never benefit unless I trust it. Rest on it. Do it. Many people just believe. But we never come into the experience because we never try it. Try sitting in that word this week. Don't just know it. Sit in that thing. Sit. He gave me perfect peace. Let me try that peace this week. Y'all got so many seats in your heart that's empty. Sit in them seats. Seats are the word that you know. Try it. Trust it. Sit in it. Then you benefit from its purpose. The seat has no purpose if nobody's sitting in it. The word has no purpose if nobody's trusting it. Let me leave. I'm, I'm talking too much. I'm talking too much. All right, let, let, let's get you. So Moses said, let's move forward. Y'all, they started moving forward towards the Red Sea. All right, so they didn't even get to the Red Sea yet. So they're moving towards the Red Sea. Are y'all with me still? All right, thank y'all so much for being patient. Let me get them out of here, baby. All right, watch this. I love this. So they're moving towards the Red Sea. God has them all going forward. Somebody say forward. 
as they're going, the Egyptians, your past is haunting you. You don't want to call them? You don't want to just see if she good? You don't want to just smoke that thing one more time? You don't want to just... That's them chariots. I know what that sound is. I was bound for 400 years. When you hear them hooves, that means my bondage is upon me. You know, she hit you with that certain tone. Hey, boo, I just want, I know we've done, but I, ooh, that's it. <laughs> Liv, I'm waiting for y'all to join me this morning. Are y'all coming to church or no? It's a certain tone. It's a certain way they address you. They use y'all little pet name, hey, bitty boo bop. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Ain't nothing but free. No, you ain't getting rid of me. No, you're not getting rid of all the occult things. No, you're not throwing away these African masks in your house. No, you're not getting rid of this sage and these crystals. No, you're not getting rid of all these omens and tokens. No, you ain't getting... You ain't about to completely depend on God. You ain't about to solely follow the spirit. So they go and they see the Philistines coming. Moses said, just chill. God told me to stretch forth the rod. Watch this, what happened. Oh, you did it. And the angel of God, who was before the camp of Israel, went from in front of them to behind them. And the pillar of cloud was in front of them, but it stood behind them. Oh, God. And it came between the Egyptians and Israel. And it was darkness to the Egyptians, but it gave light. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. It gave light to the children of Israel so that the armies could not get near each other. You'll get to the point that the cloud that was leading you will get behind you and now protect you. The Spirit is not just my guide. He's my protection. When the enemy comes upon me like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord, y'all not with me yet. Let me calm down. I went from following the spirit to him now fighting my past for me. I need the cloud and the fire. Not just for guidance, but for protection. Now, none came near to the other all the night. My past couldn't even catch up. To, it couldn't touch me. Because now the spirit is fighting for me. The spirit fights for who follows him. If you want the spirit to fight for you, follow him. Because he'll lead you to a certain point. Then he'll be like, hold on, let me keep going. Let me handle this real quick. You need the spirit to be like, let me handle this for you real quick. Because I can't afford to move forward and fight my past. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? He now stands behind us to handle our past. This is why certain friends cannot continue with us. Because now we are led by someone that's attacking them. If you were in my past and I'm being led by the spirit and you're not, we're not going to be able to connect. Because <laughs> now it's a spiritual thing between us. You cool, I still like you, but I can't get to you because I'm following this and you 
not. It's not a personality thing. You might be compatible. It's a spiritual thing. The reason why you can't gel with certain people, it's a cloud between y'all. <laughs> and to look for them is to look backwards. That's why God don't even let you see your past. All you see is the spirit. <laughs> Never mind. All you see is this cloud trying to, see, trying to remember what it was like. You got no reference. Are y'all done? Okay, let me just. Okay. 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 There's so much more after that. Everybody stand. It's a lot. Let me just leave you with this. The pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire is a token or a sign of the Holy Spirit. He leads, he guides, he provides, and he defends. When they was in the wilderness, let me just say this, y'all. Let me just say this. This is what I'm talking about, and I'll, I'll continue it next week. But this fire and cloud is everything to me. The first thing you're haunted by when you come into a new thing is old things. And you can't respond to the old things the same way. That's why the spirit stands between. Like, I got it. You got to respond to old thoughts spiritually. You got to respond to old relationships spirit through the cloud. You got to respond to old habits through the cloud. Or else you'll be bound again. And when you're led by the spirit, oh, I can't wait to talk about this, y'all. The spirit, this cloud provides. They had manna. Give us this day our daily bread. And I want to talk about this, D. I want to talk about this next week. How when God gives you supply, he didn't give them like a whole bunch that'll last a month. Daily increments. Every family just get what you need. It like evaporated so you can't keep it. I'm learning not to go beyond God's supply. What I mean by that is, I, I'm kind to people. I love, God has given me a supply of kindness. When I'm overly, when I'm doing too much, I'm depleted. Just give as much as you're supplied with. But the lie is, oh no, I'm the pastor, I'm an artist, I gotta be nice to everybody, I gotta, I gotta, now I'm in my own supply. <laughs> the spirit gave me enough to say hey y'all sometimes I'm just going to say hey sometimes I'm going to kiss every baby but when I, do my, when I do it my own way I run on my own supply and I'm depleted and then I'm mad at everybody I love you, you feel what I'm saying just use the supply and everybody else got to be good you didn't pick up the phone when I called I was busy you good I'm not about to respond I don't have the supply I can't wait. That's next week. I'm sorry. You feel me, Liv? Stop giving beyond God's supply for the day. This ain't me forever. This is me today. Tomorrow I get a fresh new supply and we might go out to dinner. But today, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. And you got to be cool with the fact that I ain't got it. And if you love me, you'll be cool with it. And we good with it. And we roll with it. And we loving in it. 
I supposed to be? I've got to give you based out of the supply, not out of what I think. That's where anxiety comes from. Tim, you good? You happy? You still single with me? You good? Are we paying you enough? Are you Now I'm going, I'm, uh, but in the name of God and love, no, he gives you supply. And whatever Tim don't get from you, I complete. You ain't God. You hear me, baby? You ain't God. Just because you love people like he does don't mean you're him. You don't owe people life. He came that they might have life, not us. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, that's next week. We'll talk about how he led him in the wilderness a little bit. And then we're going to talk about later on possessing the land. Y'all know where I'm going, right? Possessing the holy land. But we got to be led by the spirit and not ambition. Or not. This is a nice church. Let's buy, no. The cloud and the fire. Ladies and gentlemen, be led by the cloud and the fire. Ask the Holy Spirit for direction. Ask and it shall be given. Seek and it sh you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened unto you, man of God. I pray no confusion in your life. Pray that the Holy Spirit will give you discernment, wisdom, and understanding so that you'll know which way to go and the best decision to make. And that's everybody. I pray that the Holy Ghost gives you wisdom on the best decisions to make in relationships, money, career, swag, whatever. I changed my clothes before. <laughs> Just whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to be thinking about my outfit too much if I wear that. Let me wear something else. I went, I went through all that this morning. So believe it or not, I'm really comfortable right now. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. God bless you. Okay, all right, all right. The children of Israel. Come here, baby. I mean, would you mind joining me, my love? Come here. You hear my kids? Don't play with her. Sit down. Every night, the children of Israel went to sleep feeling secure because they had that cloud. How could you just sleep in the wilderness? The warmth of the fire, the protection of it gave them rest. Many of us are not resting because we're not near the fire. Let the Holy Spirit, that's where your security is. I know I'm making the right move because I'm following the cloud. If I hurt your feelings, your feelings, your feelings, that's on y'all. I'm following the cloud. So I'm secure. I'm not afraid of losing relationships. We are just for people, but not for God. Father, I love you today. I pray that out of all that was shared, which I know it was a lot, certain things took root in their heart. It don't have to be the whole sermon. Ooh, but just that one part. Ooh, but just that one line. Let it take root and bring forth fruit in its season. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Let nobody leave the same way we came. We are now following the fire and the cloud. <laughs> and that same cloud will turn and fight for us and give us victory from our past and go before us in battle for our future. Lord, we love you and we trust you in the name of Jesus. We don't just know the word. We don't just believe it. But this week, we, we try it. We trust it. We sit in it. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if, you ain't, if you're not saved today, if you have not given God your heart, if you are not born again, the Bible considers you lost, considers you dead in trespasses of sin. 
But if you want to live today and if you want to be found, you got an opportunity, man. We're going to pray for you. If you're not saved and you want to be saved today, if you're not born again and you want a new life today, you want to give him your spirit, you want to give him your soul and everything, let us pray with you today. If that's you, lift your hands. I'm not going to take a whole long, long time. I see you. I see you. I see you too. I love it. I love this. I see you. That born again hoodie, I love it. Hallelujah. I mean, uh, born king. <laughs> we need born again. That'll be cool. I see y'all hands. I take this very seriously. I don't care if it's one and a half persons. Heaven rejoices over one soul. Everybody that's already saved, let's join in the inauguration <laughs> of the new children of God. Let's all pray together. If your hand was up, please let me hear you loudly. But everybody pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I make you Lord and King of my life. I believe you died for all of my sins and rose again right now. I give you, come on y'all, my heart, my mind, my body, my soul. Say you can have it all. Say that again. Say you can have it all. You say you can have it all. Everybody say you can have it all. Say, you can have it all. Now say, and I believe I'm changed, I'm healed, I'm delivered. Come on, I'm free. Say this with power, and I am saved. Let the devil hear you, I am saved. Let your past hear you, I am saved. I'm saved. Rejoice, everybody, celebrate Jesus. All right, we love you all so much. God bless you until next week. Be led by the fire and the cloud in the name of Jesus. Bless every home. Ho, ho, ho. Let me just pray for you now. That was for the sinners to become saints. Now let me bless you as you leave. Then y'all can go ahead and run. It's raining out there. What y'all anxious to get? <laughs> I'm just playing. It is still raining. It's yet raining. Father, we thank you for the rain on the outside. Let it rain on the inside now. We thank you for the latter rain on the inside of our hearts. Let joy rain, peace rain, love rain, prosperity rain, goodness rain health reign in the name of Jesus. My prayer is that we prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say, all is well. It is so. God bless you. Amen. Live. The Lord is with us. Therefore, we will not fail. Live. God bless y'all. See y'all next week. You can have it all. Yeah, you can have Go ahead. What you doing? Everybody sing. You can have it all. 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 Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you are blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.